Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. And I'm so excited. I have a special guest on the line with me today, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. Uh, First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So I was telling her beforehand that I am a producer at a podcast network and I heard everything she had to say on one of my hosts uh, show, which is I Love You So Much, hosted by Kenzie Elizabeth. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to have her as a guest on my podcast. And then her agency reached out to me and I'm like, oh, perfect. You know, divine timing and going into the new year. And I wanted to bring Jocelyn on because she is an intuitive business and abundance coach and feminine energy healer. Like she's all of the things that we need to hear. (laughs) So I wanted to get you on this podcast because we're all about self-love, self-care, self-discovery over here and getting your mind right so that you can get your life right pretty much. And it's the end of the year, right? We're going into a new year. Most people think new year, new me. I always say new year owed you unless you change some habits. So I wanted to get you on today to talk about like how to tap in to your feminine energy in order to receive. Receive could be love, could be money, could be more business, like just first step in how to even tap in to that feminine energy. Of course. So I feel like the initial step, it sounds very simple, but most women are not actually very connected in this way, is the energy of desire. We tend to live as a society very like in reaction to life. So in reaction to what we've been given, in reaction to the money story that we were told by our family, in reaction to what we see that other people have and thinking we can only have so much. You know what I mean? Rather than tapping into like true, genuine desire and living your life like from your soul's truth and from like your soul's desires, because that's how you're actually going to be happy, right? So instead of looking around and going like, or thinking about your past experience or how things have worked out before or what you were handed and thinking that's all you can have. It's literally like, what do I want? Exactly. No, exactly. I I preach this all of the time, especially when it comes to relationships. I'm always like, we focus so much on what we don't want in a relationship and the red flags and everything. And it's like, well, when you're in a relationship or dating, focus on those green flags, focus on what you really do want, focus on what you like about the person instead of focusing in on, on all of the negatives. So how can we get women to focus on those desires and speak what they really want? To me, it's like an energy of allowance, you yeah. know? And this is so much of the value of actually having access to your intuition, of actually having done the healing to remove the energetic imprints from your body, from your energetic field, from trauma, from past experiences, from stories, et cetera, that don't actually belong to you, whether mm-hmm. it's you know, things you picked up from family, from society, lineage stories, I believe in past life. Like we do come in and we pick up things that aren't actually our truth. Like it makes sense, right? You literally live, you're you're created inside your mother's womb. Of course, you're going to have her energetic imprint on you. Mm. 
I think that no matter how into this type of work you already are, like everybody can acknowledge that time moves really fast now. Absolutely. <laughs> like Absolutely. I don't have to, you could be spiritual, not spiritual. You are having that experience, right? You just might not like be thinking about why. And there were literally points, I think it happened. I think I know it was one time in 2020. I can't remember if the second time was in 2021 or this year, but the the earth was actually spinning faster than it had since the 60s, oh, yeah. like physically spinning faster. And then energetically speaking, like the planet is awakening. That is why there's so much chaos and so much crumbling. And it seems really dramatic, but it makes sense, right? Because before every rise or before truth comes forward, there's always a crumbling of all that is not true, right? Right. And so like due to that, the, the time speeding up, if we think about it, it's like, that means everything has the ability to speed up right now. It's not just like, you know, watching us watching kind of what's breaking down on the world stage, but it's like your healing gets to move faster. Your ascension gets to move faster. You stepping into your gifts gets to move faster. Like I definitely believe because the planet is being called to ascend right now that those of us who are here to support that and to support other people moving forward in the way that we do, like we are very much being called to like, move faster into it, move deeper into it. Inside of that, you also get to like receive faster too. It's like everything gets to speed up if you kind of like get on the frequency and allow that to happen. But how do you get on that frequency? You spoke about so many things right there. And like, what is your story? I know a little bit of it through my research. However, I want the audience to know some of your story because it sounds like you've done so much research I, and well, so much healing work. and yeah. work. Like you've done the work, <laughs> yeah. the work that I'm trying to encourage the audience to always do and to, you know, do your daily routines and write and, and like do all of the things. I'm always encouraging my audience to do so. However, I want to know what took you to that place? Like what's your story? And how did you get to this work? Like what led you to this work? And what was like your first steps to healing? Like, what did you do to heal? Yeah. I mean, so basically I had an in insane dark night of the soul where I had moved to Los Angeles in my, like when I was 29. So Saturn return, mm -hmm. um, very normal to have dark night of the soul come then. But I experienced any, like I left my stable relationship. I left my stable job. I left like all the things and left the city that I lived in and moved to LA with like nothing, no job, no plan. Like I'd always been financially stable. So I like in a way to the point where I was almost moving forward, like in a naive way, but like, it was good because I actually need to go through all this to be where I am today. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I literally just like jumped. And now when I jump, I make big moves all the time. Right. But now when I jump, I know how to like catch myself on the other side. Right. I know how to generate wealth now. I know how to play with money. I know how to like support myself energetically. I didn't have that skill set then, nor did I even know that it was required. And so when I got there, it was like all my trauma surfaced. I got in this like really up and down, crazy karma bonded relationship for like literally five years. It was all over the place. I'm going like in and out. It was not healthy. I literally developed like a psychic addiction. I was having a crazy spiritual awakening at the same time. Like I was mm. hearing voices. I was having premonition dreams. Like it was just like, it was out of like the experience I was having was like out of a movie, mm. literally, mm -hmm. you know, hearing voices, all the things. And it brought me like very much to my knees. I very much got lost like in codependency with this other person. I basically just like let my finances completely like hit the floor. 
And I wound up acquiring nearly six figures in tax debt by taking my money that I had invested out of the stock market without putting enough aside like for taxes. And like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. It was like literally every single area of my life crumbled, Mm -hmm. which wound up in a health crisis where I had fibroids and I could not work because I got a period basically at the that never went away. Mm. And they were like preparing me to have surgery. But I was like, they had to get me to stop bleeding in order for me to have the surgery to remove the fibroids. So I was literally on the sofa bleeding for two months. Oh, no. Yeah. So that, that should bring you to your knees. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's, that was like your rock bottom moment. Totally. Mm -hmm. And it really took the health crisis. You would think it'd be the money. You would think it would be all these things, but it wasn't any of those things that really got me to wake up. It was, I think you don't know to value your health until it's on the line. Mm. It's very scary. And then and, you were young too, right? You and I was young. Like I'd never in early 30s. So. Yeah. And I didn't have like autoimmune issues or like, right. do you know what I mean? Any recurrent like health had not been a big theme in my life in terms mm-hmm. of being being an issue. So that woke me, and I'm a very like physical person. So that like really woke me up. And I remember, and along this way, like I knew I needed help, right? Like I basically was functioning like an addict Mm -hmm. in terms of how I was moving through the world and kind of like that level 10 anxiety, flight or flight at all times, like making completely irrational, illogical decisions. Like I was moving how I was blowing through my money. I was moving through the world as an addict without being addicted to drugs. Like I could barely sleep. I had so much anxiety. Like it was really crazy. And so having, the health crisis. I remember that woke me up because I was like, this isn't normal. It's not normal for me. And like, we, something is happening here. Yeah. And I remember somehow I ended up Googling and I wasn't spiritual. Remember for all, most of the time this was happening when it's, when I started to have my own awakening and because of all the like psychic activations I was having, I started to look more into it, but it was like, I didn't really get it. Do you know what I mean? I remember finding like Abraham Hicks and being like, I don't understand what the vortex is. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And concepts like that are great when you're further along, but when you're like in the grips of codependency and all that stuff, like getting in the fucking vortex, sorry, is not the ticket out, you know? Right. That stuff is like for when you're already stable and I was not stable. So So what was your first step to get stable? I remember I looked up the spiritual reason for fibroids and I found Louise Hay. And do you know her story? I do not. Okay. A lot of people, she was kind of their introduction into the spiritual world. She basically naturally healed herself from cancer and just has a lot of work. She's passed away now, but she's kind of like one of the originals, you know, in this space and has a lot of work basically about like creating like how our energy and our belief systems and the way we move through the world creates our life. And I started listening. You can literally check her out on YouTube. It's free. I started (laughs) listening to her videos all the time and I looked up the spiritual reason for fibroids and it was romantic shame. Mm. And it made perfect sense considering how I had been living my life. And I remember that just really woke me up. And my initial was, it was like Louise Hay. And then I just started finding other people. And then I started learning about trauma. And then I started realizing like, oh, I create my life. It's like, I wasn't even in touch with that. And I'm like, well, and I found Lacey Phillips work from to be expanded. Her podcast is called to be expanded uh, around manifestation. And in that work, I just realized like how much of my own unhealed wounding was running the show. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, like if I can create this much destruction, then 
I can also create what I want. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's that's a word right there. Um, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. I don't think a lot of people understand that they're operating from their unhealed selves because when you are healing or heal, there's so much like ease to life, I think. It's yeah. Like so and I much think people think it's not real. I'm right. like, no, it's real. And they don't know it's real until it becomes real for them. But it's like they have to do the work. A lot of people call this like, oh, just woo-woo, or like you mentioned earlier, oh, witchy and stuff like that. Like, but it's this works, right? Like, like you said, we're all it's all energy. So if we could put out there so many negative things or like we're operating from our unhealed selves and that's the negative part of us that's living and just pretty much surviving like surviving it's literal survival mode but like literally if we want to call surviving hanging on by a thread yeah because that's usually how it feels you know but a lot of people grow up like that so they don't think it's it's anything wrong they think chaos is okay they think life is just hard hard. it's just the way it is and i'm like do you really think you think that the great grand universe took the time to put you on the planet right. to just live a humdrum life is hard life. And I'm not saying that like people don't start out with varying disadvantages. Obviously they do, mm-hmm. but also like that's one way to look at it. And that's true. But let's look at some of like the most successful people on the planet and the stories we know. So many of them have the most horrendous starts to life that you yeah. can possibly imagine. Yep. Very it's much not so. about where you start. It's about like where you choose to go. And I'm not saying in the choosing is easy. I'm not saying that like walking every step of the path is easy, but I'm saying it's worth it because your life legitimately gets easier and easier and easier and easier and easier if you dedicate yourself to yourself rather than playing out other people's stories. Ooh, a word. And it's so important. And I do want people to know like the easy route is, available to them, but you have to just make that choice. You have to make that decision. How did you change your mindset to start believing life shouldn't be this hard? Like I can I didn't want it to be hard. I wasn't (laughs) sitting around going like, oh, it's just like this. I was like, what the hell is like, what is going on with me? For me, it was more about like, I didn't know how to change it, but I knew it needed to change. And as I started healing and like, as I started kind of like doing that deeper subconscious work, like that was kind of an initial part of my journey. I'm trying to, I've done so much. So but what much. did that, what, what did that look beginning? like for you, for people who don't know what subconscious work is, or like when you start healing, like what did that did? Was it journaling? It's was basically, it- I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I'm not overly into, I used to journal a lot. Now I honestly don't at all. But I do think it can be helpful in the beginning, but journaling alone is not going to change your life. I mean, I'm be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. That is like, that's your mind processing. And sometimes, like sometimes, right, in some of my work, like we'll do automatic writing to help people, for example, access their intuition because it can take time to learn what your intuition is saying. But like, so, but subconscious work. So for example, there's different styles of hypnosis that basically help you get into a relaxed enough state to access your subconscious mind and basically reprogram like how you think Mm -hmm. from a subconscious level, because you know, you know what what we're told, right? Where it's like, it's like 95% of how we move through the world is subconscious. Like very little is like being dictated by your conscious mind. And so for me, journaling is kind of like more of a conscious mind activity. It's not that it has no value, 
But it's like, we want to use that in a, as a support tool to other things that we're doing. Okay. So did you, you go know? to therapy or what did you do? Therapy did not do anything for me. Sitting around <laughs> talking about the problem okay. only did nothing. <laughs> but did so it, I was so your therapist like I didn't was share doing... tools? Your therapist didn't share tools or anything or? I'm just not a tips and tricks. Like the, I, the reason I'm where I am is because I did deep work. You know what I mean? Like talking about it was not going to be enough for me. I... The subconscious work was like through like hypnosis and like different things like that. I've done mm. a lot of like somatic work. I've had a lot of like energy healing, which is kind of hard to like quantify exactly how that works is people are just born with that gift. Do right. you know what I mean? Like that's in what's in so much of my work as well. It's like, I, it's not like, oh, you go to school for it. Like some people do. And depending on what they do, like there's people who get trained in breath work, for example. I'm not trained in breath work. I don't, if it's in my containers, I bring in someone else to do it. Mm. Um, but I was doing that, right? Because breath work is very much going to help you move every stored emotion in your body. Is like that's what's giving you that feeling of the stomach aches all the time, the anxiety all the time, the headaches. Like a lot of it is just, unprocessed emotions. And so for example, breath work helps you move that emotion out of your physical body. And so when it's moved out of your physical body over time, you start, you stop experiencing so much of the experiences. Of course, there's varying degrees of this, right? Like you could have more clinical issues, but you got what I'm saying. Like a lot of how we feel is based on our emotions. Right. And so then, and then for example, if you're doing that and you're combining it with work that accesses your subconscious mind and your you know, maybe doing some energy healing or womb healing, et cetera. Like you're just, you're, you're accessing yourself from a number of different places and it just helps you release stuck energy and also get more in touch with your intuition. Like something that started happening to me, I remember even just inside of breath work, for example, was like, I just started getting messages or like while I was in a more subconscious relaxed state, I started getting messages. Right. And so I, like, I had to physically be taken into that to even hear myself because I was so unfamiliar with being grounded enough to hear myself because I was so anxious. Mm -hmm. You can hear yourself when you're anxious. Right. And it was just like the unraveling and the unraveling and the unraveling. And then obviously like over time, I, I was on Lacey Phillips podcast and I had been doing her work for a while and manifesting a lot. And then I realized I just wanted to help other people. And I was always just good at seeing people's patterns and like how the way in which they needed to move forward to get where they actually want to go rather than continuing to play out the pattern. Got it. Got like it. that's just a not, that's because I'm supposed to be doing this, you know? Yeah. Um, we all have our natural gifts and it expanded. And then I figured out, wow, I'm good at money. And like, Yes, I'm making it on the 3D level inside the business, but also in understanding wealth energetics and how many moves and like my gifts just kept, you know, business comes came naturally to me. I always have mentorship, but it was like I spent 15 years in like sales and marketing and like I get it, you know. And so then I was helping, you know, other women do that and everything. It was just like all my skill sets were really combining and being expressed through my business. And the more that I stepped into allowing myself to help other people, which is genuinely what I was put on the earth for purpose-wise, your life starts to change because you jump into alignment with the life you're actually supposed to be living. So things start getting easier. So much easier. That is so true. And um, I like what you said about like, or we can talk more about it, about becoming unstuck because we do have the chatter in our mind. We have been, especially as women, conditioned to have like 
limits in our life or like a ceiling and whatnot. And that's why it's like, oh, she broke the glass ceiling, like stuff like that, yeah. like these messages and, and everything, because it's like a surprise when we're breaking ceilings, when in reality, like you're saying, it's all within us already. And it's pretty much following our intuition. How do we get to that point where we really trust ourselves though? Because like I said, there is conditioning and we do hear so much from the outside world. Like how can we as women trust ourselves and our voice? And, and also what does breath work look like to you? Because I do believe in meditation. So you're saying through breath work is when you heard the messages, pretty much your intuition telling you what to do and it guided you. Go ahead. I heard it in breath work. I start, I was hearing it when I was in hypnosis, I would hear it more in meditation. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. it was basically like, it started to be that anything I was doing that was bringing me back into my body, that's where it, what the real magic is, is you actually being brought into your body. Yeah. Regardless of how you do it. You know, for example, like how after you exercise, you feel very clear and it's easier to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <laughs> I know that I know. Let me say I know that a little bit because I need to exercise more. <laughs> <laughs> when I exercise, I do feel it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, how I good that feeling saying. is. Yeah. Because you're just so in your body. And it's not like that's the, like, trust me, for, as someone who used to exercise instead of doing the work, that did not lead to my healing. <laughs> but I'm giving everything. <laughs> the women going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to do 10, 15, 30 sit-ups to hear something. <laughs> I looked amazing, but I really needed to do some other work. Right. Now I just hired a personal trainer. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, okay, but but I'm referencing the feelings. I think everybody knows that feeling. Like after yeah. you go for a hike, after you've been at the beach all day, you know how you're just like Oof, you feel so rejuvenated in- and restored, you're- refreshed. Yes. Because you're in your body. Mm. It feels good to be in your body and not in your head. And right when we talk about living life the feminine way, if you know our masculine energies are doing energy and our feminine energies are receiving energy, right? And our masculine energy tends to be more of like our thinking energy and our feminine energy tends to be more of our being energy. Well, you know, like our, it's just like more leaned back and we need all of these areas, right? Um, But it's just about having them harmonized. But it tends to be that like when we have a lot that's unprocessed within us and we're not moving true to self, we're not moving true to soul, we get really heady, you know, and then you can't hear yourself. And so, but to me, the biggest thing is like, so when you get yourself, no matter where you are on this journey, I understand that, you know, I've done a lot of work over time, but like, it doesn't, I started my business at the end of 2019 and I've built bigger than a seven figure business. It does not necessarily have to take a long time, you know? So this is what I'm saying where it's like, we're like, the world is ready for us to rise in our power. This is real. And this was based on energy though. Like you building, you went from having the debt, leaving the relationship and having the health crisis and whatnot and healing, doing the work, all of that. And based on your intuition and energy is what got you to the seven figure business. Well, I mean, of course, like I had, you have to build a smart business too. You're not just going to like meditate and have, Yeah. (laughs) well, people like to forget that in the spiritual world. I'm like, you got to take action. Yeah. Say that again. We have got, so what I was going to say, when you asked me, how do you step into trusting yourself? When you have these intuitive hits, you need to move. Mm. You have got to start moving and stop waiting for things to fall out of the sky because you will build no evidence that you can trust your intuition if you never do anything. So what people usually do is they get the intuitive message, they doubt it, they question it, 
They spin around with it 6,000 years. It's like the person who's like in my DMs, who's like, oh my God, I can't stay away from your energy. Okay, I'm ready to move forward. And then they start telling them stories. Actually, I don't know which offer. Actually this, actually that. Circle, circle, circles, drama, drama, drama. And really, when you do that, you are really setting yourself back because now you don't know what to trust because you didn't do anything to build the evidence that it was the right move. Hmm. You have to be in action. I'm very good at staying in action, but it doesn't feel draining. It's not exhausting. I'm not hustling. I'm not grinding because you don't need to. If you follow action based on your intuition, no matter whether it's what to do or who to hire or whatever it is, you get on the fastest track to Rome. So you don't need to exert so much energy because you're taking aligned actions that yield potent results. Does that oh, make sense? That's perfect. No, that's perfect. Like you're preaching to the choir here because I've heard messages since like last summer. And it's like, Ooh, I you have, I love girl. that. And it's like, I kind of, I was toying with the idea for like a year. I finally did what I was supposed to do. And I just saw immediate results. And but I had nervous. So I slowed down on doing what I was told to do. However, what you're saying makes total sense. Like when you are told these messages, act and you'll see the results come because that is the path you're supposed to be on. We just go through this space and why where we're like doubting ourselves and then or I don't know if it's scared of success or get nervous or something, because if it's like bringing the results I want and then I end up slowing down, like what is that about? I'm doubting myself. Because you've been told your whole life that everything happens in a linear way. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, oh, that's too good to be true. Oh, mm -hmm. I can't receive that fast. Ooh, oh, anything that comes that fast, you know, the other shoe must drop. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like all that drama that just comes from the linear world that comes from the matrix. But it's like, well, your intuition isn't supposed to be logical. It's the exact opposite part of your, your it's like we have our intuitive self and our thinking brain, right? They're, they're, they're both important, but it's like you call on your thinking brain or you call on your masculine to support the intuitive messages. So you go out and do the thing, right? We don't override our intuition with like this mm -hmm. overthinking and whatever it is. And so it's almost like this energy of like, oh, it's too good to be true. It can't really be that easy. So let me throw bricks in my momentum. Ooh. Girl. And then, oh, you know what? But I'm used to having to climb up to the top of the mountain. I'm used mm. to it being hard. This is too easy. I'm going to go back to the story that I know and create a problem so that I can come out of that problem because that's an energy I'm used to. Ooh. Ooh. That's, I feel a little attacked. <laughs> not <laughs> a little attacked. But that's, but that's it's not so just, real. This is, this is human, right? Like, this why is do we this... take the harder route? Like, because that's what we're used to. So we have to get back to the place where we are like, reframing or or create a new story like yeah the better it gets story. the better it gets yeah oh. you know and just allowing ourselves to like it's just you know just because your life is easy doesn't mean you made someone else's life someone else's life harder women tend to carry a lot of guilt yeah Very you know true. it's like oh well that person has it so hard it's like well are you being in service to that person by making your life hard or are you gonna be more in service to more people by allowing your life to be easy and then no matter whether you help people professionally with this or not, like it's the example that you're setting to your children, to the women around mm -hmm. you, to what you represent as a woman on the planet. Yeah. Setting a new standard for what it means. A new standard. I love that. Since we're going into the new year, I did hear on a previous podcast that you said intentions are oh, better yeah. than resolutions. Can we talk about that? The importance I of I love that. This is a great question. So I set intentions. I remember the year that I ended up starting my business and, you know, wildly changing my life. I had set the intention just to be intentional. 
Mm. I had just moved to New York from LA. I was very aware that I had spent five years in trauma, drama, patterns, and looping. And I was like, I am not doing that again. Life is too short. Five years, like I needed them. And and it's part of my story now, but you get my point. And I was like, so now I'm just going to be very intentional about everything. Even if I am out partying with my friends, I'm doing this on purpose. I'm not slipping into anything, who I'm spending time with, how I'm spending my time. Everything is with intention. And it sounds so simple, but by the end of the year, I'd started a business. Yes. But I didn't start the year going, I'm going to start a business. Do you know what Mm. I mean? So what did you say instead? I'm going to be intentional. That was it. Okay. And in being intentional, you start to have higher standards. You start to value your time. You get out of autopilot. You get out of doing things because you just think you're supposed to be doing. You actually start like being present with how and bring a new level of self-awareness with how you're moving through the world which of course, brick by brick is going to start putting you on your path. It, you know, yeah, it, it goes back to what you said earlier about action. And it's about like, okay, setting your attention, intention. This is what I want. And if this doesn't align, like me going out with my friends tonight doesn't align with my intention, I'm not going to do it. But if my intention is to have fun with my friends this weekend, then I'll do that. But otherwise, like my intention is to like you said, be intentional. So then the work comes, everything comes and flows to you easily because you're also acting. I think intention and action goes hand in hand. They do. And you're also looking at why you're doing things to check if it's actually in alignment or if you're just an autopilot or a pattern. Got it. Got it. So be intentional instead of setting resolutions because resolutions, as we know, and and we check in in March and it's like, okay, yeah, I started the gym, but I'll stop. You know what I'm saying? So be more intentional. Be more intentional. But the intention could have been, I'm going to prioritize feeling good. Yeah. Right. So then you're like, oh, I felt good when I went for the walk. Mm, Mm -hmm. I felt good when I had one glass of wine instead of four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I felt good when I spent time with this person, but I noticed I didn't feel good with that person. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Well, you know what? I can hop on the elliptical for 30 minutes. That feels good. Right. You're not like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. You just start, you prior, like I prioritize feeling good and it leads to all of these other incredible things. Yes. I always tell people, pay attention to how you're feeling with anything, with work, relationship, everything. Talking to your friend, does it feel good or not? Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, and then just really uh, be mindful and be more present. In another episode that I listened to of a podcast, you said universe is responding to your desires and it needs direction from you. So usually what we want is that another frequency or level than where we are. So how do we become that woman? Like 60 seconds or less. How do we become that person that's on that other frequency to attract what we want? In short, you start making decisions on the frequency of what you want, right? Mm. It's like for the most basic example, relationship examples are so easy. If you're like, I'm ready to call my soulmate. He's like present. He's attentive. He's this, he's that. Oh, let me go hang out with my ex-boyfriend who ghosts me every three months. Is that on the frequency? Right. Dude, but it's like, it's, it, that's an obvious example. I feel like we really get relationship examples, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing, Right. If it's like, even if, you know, I obviously coach a lot of women who are growing their businesses and I'm like, okay, well, if you were already at, for example, I don't know, 30K months, what kind of decisions would you be making? Mm, mm. Make those decisions now or get started making them now. You know, I always have just called myself to like a level up from where I am presently and making decisions 
from that place, because how else are you going to become the person if you never make the decisions that person would make? Like our life is accumulation and accumulation of decisions and choices. Show up as who you want to become, pretty much. Show up as her right now. Yeah. I love that. We'll end that on that note. Thank you so much, Jocelyn, for coming to the Go Girl podcast. It's been so much fun. I feel like I could talk longer, but we're going to wrap things up. How can people reach you? JocelynKellyReed.com. I have a podcast, Queen Flow, and then I'm Jocelyn.Kelly.Reed on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl. Go girl.